Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you've seen, heard, or read, what we did, and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. My name is Ruthie. So, full disclosure, we are recording this episode on uh, June 6, 2023. Do you know what June 6, 2023 is? June 6, 2023? <laughs> yeah, June 6, 2023. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you listeners are listening to this and it's, uh, it's already passed, so that's fine. Don't worry about it. But but June 6, 2023 is uh, National Yo-Yo Day. Oh, it is? National Yo-Yo nice. Day. Do you know where the, the, the yo-yo was invented? Philippines. No, by our <laughs> well, ancestors. Well, I mean, I mean, not not necessarily just the Philippines. I mean, it was invented also in like uh, ancient Greece, right? Asian, ancient no, Greece. Philippines. <laughs> no, 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 Philippines. Fi- Philippines. No. <laughs> the, uh, the Philippines made yo-yos a different way than it was originally created. So okay. we we invented the modern yo-yo. Correct. So now the, the next question is, uh, well, I guess we already answered the question, but. Do you know who brought yo-yos to America? Filipinos? The Filipinos! <laughs> the fi- uh, 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 basically, um, the goes right here is National Yo-Yo Mabuhay. Day. National Yo-Yo Day is dedicated to everything related to yo-yos and takes place on June 6th because that is the How birthday... How did I miss this? I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> How did I miss this? You didn't greet me National Yo-Yo Day? <laughs> I know, How right? dare you? I mean, I didn't notice until this week, really. <laughs> Um, but but here's the thing. You had the whole week. Now now now, 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 now this is where it gets really American. All right. So, takes place on June 6th because that is the birthday of Donald F. Duncan Sr., an entrepreneur credited with bringing the yo-yo to prominence. Okay, where's the Filipino part? Okay, so here it goes. Vibrations of the yo-yo have been around since the time of ancient Greece, where they were made out of wood, metal, and painted terracotta. The word yo-yo appeared in a Filipino dictionary in the early 1860s, and they were introduced to the United States when Pedro Flores, a Filipino immigrant, started manufacturing them at the Yo-Yo Manufacturing Company in Santa Barbara, California in 1928. Okay. Damn it, Pedro. So, so <laughs> Pedro Flores had the Yo-Yo, but Donald F. Duncan Sr. is the entrepreneur that said, Hey, Pedro. You can make money out of this. Typical. <laughs> so that's why it's on June 6th because of the white boy. <laughs> Not because of the Filipino. Because that's when the white boy had the idea to manufacture, mass produce it. Wow. Yeah. So, so Dunk. You know what? We're not celebrating. We're not celebrating this year anymore. Nope. Nope. I'm so, good. <laughs> so, so Duncan had exclusive rights to the name Yo Yo until nineteen sixty five. until 1965. When a federal court of appeals ruled that the trademark had become part of common speech, so if it wasn't for the fact that 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 everybody called it a yo-yo and nobody knows that somebody owns the name yo-yo, then then it would not, it would not be it's not proprietary. Anymore. It's not proprietary. But go figure, right? The word yo-yo came from the Philippines, and a white boy <laughs> took it and took exclusive rights to the name. <laughs> yeah, like I said. This part got really American. <laughs> so, so yeah. I'm shaking my head in silence. I have no words. So, a, so a Filipino <laughs> was the one who brought the yo-yo to America. Okay, 
the 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 white boy was the one who just figured out, hey, you can make money out of it. And we this. got played, and we got played like a yo-yo. And it was the white boy that was making money off of it, not even the Filipino who brought it to America. Right, right, right. So, so now knowing this, I, I was like thinking, like, wait, what other stuff did Filipinos invent? Like, you don't really think about it that much, right? Um, hmm. Like, like you know, the, uh, people talk about how how you know things were invented all over the place here in America. In abroad, in somewhere in England, India, Egypt, blah 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 blah, right? But unless unless you think of food, you don't really think of Filipinos, right? Or the jeepney, the jeepneys, Filipinos mm-hmm. invented the jeepney, right? But you don't really think about what else did the Filipinos invented. And Filipinos, as we know from our personal experience, are very prideful about like. Yeah, Filipinos did that. Oh, that that's a Filipino right there. You know, that, that really celebrate that's a celebrity. Right it's a Filipino right there. That's a quarter. It's a that's quarter, a quarter yeah. Filipino. Yeah, right we, there. we we love it when we say, "Oh, you know, the mayor, the mayor, he's Filipino." You know, they, not even they don't even need to be full. They could be like an eighth. Like, oh, his great grandfather was Filipino, <laughs> or grandmother was Filipino. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So it's like it's like we're very prideful and like like to boast when something is Filipino, right? So, but then even ever so slightly Filipino. <laughs> ever so slightly. So it it made me go thinking like, what else? What else did we invent, right? Uh, would you believe that uh, uh, the fluorescent lamp was invented by Agapito Flores? Who is the what now? The fluorescent lamp. The fluorescent the, lamp. Oh, the f- fluorescent lamp. Yeah, Flores. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> can you believe that? <laughs> no, really. Apparently no, so. Uh, uh, hold no. on, let me let me click let me click on the link right is here. It, isn't that like an urban legend, like why it's called fluorescent lamp? <laughs> <laughs> isn't it? Come on. Oh, it is an urban legend. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, 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 it's I fell for it. It's an urban legend. I should have. He told us used to tell us that joke all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. Since since we're on the subject of urban legends of Filipinos, apparently the Armalite M16 rifle was allegedly designed by a Filipino gunsmith, Armando Light, (laughs) or Lit, or or Lete. Yeah, you're right. It's a very, okay, now we're losing all credibility. It's a very popular <laughs> joke, actually. You're right. Uh, Is this what you're basing basing your list on? No, I I have a better list than this. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, here we go. Surprising Filipino inventions and discoveries. So that this gotta be legit. Come on. All right, click on that link. All right, here it goes. Um, oh. Filipinos love to sing. You would, you would, you want to know what seems what obvious that the, what they created? Karaoke. Karaoke. <laughs> yeah, apparently <laughs> karaoke is definitely a Filipino invention. In 1974, Made popular by the Japanese. <laughs> Japanese. Um, in 1974, president of Turbel Music Corporation, Roberto Del Rosario, invented a clever system. Oh, oh Del Rosario, well, look at that. Invented my, a clever system. That Dan is- Albert, that took you like a hot minute. <laughs> <laughs> What's my name? You know, I'm your. 
I know, right? <laughs> invented I know a... we're cousins, but I think you know my name, right? <laughs> well, it just popped up. Uh, invented a clever system that displayed lyrics while the instruments, uh, while the instrumentals of a song were playing. The result: a great way to sing along to your favorite song alone or in a group setting. It does, it does say here, it is important to know the first karaoke machines were actually developed by the Japanese, specifically the Japanese musician Daisuke Inoue in Kobe, Japan in 1971. So wait, so how is it? Uh, oh, the problem was Inoue did not patent his original system, which left Robert Del Rosario free to create his own. Wait, what? So are you saying we stole so- it? <laughs> <laughs> we hijacked it. So, so this is like the white boy with the one yo-yo my, thing. <laughs> one of my relatives. I mean, it had to be a Del Rosario. <laughs> that part makes sense. <laughs> oh, okay. So this, so this is how it played out. That's actually that's actually a classic Del Rosario move. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or maybe the, both of them are unrelated at all, right? They both created karaoke. They just didn't realize somebody else was also creating it. And then Del Rosario the happened. And Del Rosario happened to be the the person who put it on who paper. Patented it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what. Maybe that's how it. It out. could be. It could be. It could be. It could be. Well, are you playing devil's advocate now? Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Unapologetically. <laughs> All right. Talk about so, Filipino pride, no matter how. <laughs> so how about this? No matter how it's done. How about this? Another one that came up here. Uh, the video phone. That's right, FaceTime people. The video phone. Filipino invented. No. So it's right here. Uh, it's amazing to think of how the video phone was invented as early as 1955. The really? Fo- yeah, the phone operated using similar technology used to broadcast live TV streams at the time. Its inventor, Gregorio Zara from Lipa City, referred to it as the photo phone. Needless to say, he would be glad to see how well his invention has traveled so far and become common practice throughout the world. Hmm. Hmm, it doesn't say here who else invented it besides him, but I guess it, might, it, must, be, it must be legit then. <laughs> Where did he invent it? Oh, he invented it in the Philippines or here in the U.S.? Uh, it doesn't say this in this one, but it says from, uh, uh-huh. he's, well, he's from Lipa City, but that's about it. doesn't say if it was there, but... Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Conversion of plastic waste to fuel. Supposedly, mm. supposedly Filipino invention. One Filipino. I mean, like, that sounds like you have to be resource resourceful as hell. So yeah, that sounds like a Filipino thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it says here, our modern lives have become so over reliant on plastics, with the majority of consumer products using it in some manner. This has led to the issue of what to do with these plastics once they have left the hands of the consumer. One Filipino inventor from Bacolod, Jaime Navarro, believes he has the answer. His innovative idea came from his work on turning plastic waste back into its original form. He uses a process called pyrolysis, in which the material is heated until it begins to boil. The vapors are captured and then distilled down into their different forms. Oh, look at that. Filipino science! Filipino science. It's science. Science. All right. What Ciencia. else? What else do we have here? Oh, that's still Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Filipinos also invented uh, the lipstick camera. Wait, what? The the lipstick camera. There's <laughs> a lipstick camera. Is it like 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 a spy? Is it like a spy camera? Yeah. Uh, sounds just, like a. Just before the turn of the 21st century, Filipino Mark Lu- uh, Luinas, 
I guess Luinas, invented the one-chip video camera. Working with a team at Lucent Technologies in the U.S., they were tasked with creating a camera that was so cheap and used so little electrical power that it could be integrated into things such as watches and appliances. Um, hmm. Look at that. Interesting. So our, our small little cameras can be taken to Filipinos. <laughs> but of course, claimed by the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, huh? Uh, let's see. <laughs> what else do we have here? We have here. Uh, nope. Nope. I think, it's a, I think it's fake too. It has to be fake. All right. What, what is it? Uh, the 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 moon thingy. Is that something about the moon? Okay, fine. I'll take a look at it. All right, hold on. Making us look bad. What is this list? <laughs> Do you like my intermission music? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so he says here in 1971, the Apollo 12 mission to the moon used the first moon buggy to explore the moon surface. Created by a team of NASA at NASA that included Filipino mechanical engineer Eduardo San Juan. Now, now um, that can't be true, can it? <laughs> could be true. It could be I, I, true. I don't know, man. I, I, I have my doubts there too right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Hmm. All right. Let me move on to this yeah, other one. It could be true. Oh, hey. This one is from the Philippines. Uh, Tatler. Isn't it the Tatler uh, Filipino yeah. art, uh, magazine thingy? Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, so tatlerasia.com. Uh, Six Filipino inventions to know. Solar wind... Okay, let me read them. Solar windows. Solar windows was invented by oh. Carvi Eren uh, Maige. So, uh, Carvi Eren Maige is a 27-year-old BS electrical engineering student from Map- Mapua. Mapua? Where's Mapua? No, Mapua. Yeah, it's a college. No. Who successfully converted damaged crops into a solar window? Ooh. Oh wow! So wow, so that's pretty good. And there's a picture of him too. So this gotta be this gotta be legit. <laughs> Have they sold it to an American so that they can make money off of it? <laughs> uh, I don't know. But he says here, according to Magia, his invention also aims to help farmers whose crops are affected by typhoons that heavily hit the country every year. Mm. Okay. So that way they don't have to be connected by power. Interesting. Oh, look at this. Uh, locally developed COVID-19 test kits by Dr. Raul Destura. Also Filipino. Hmm. But then but then hmm. there's been a lot of COVID-19 uh, test kits. So this is one of them. Made by Filipino. Yeah. Oh, it's, part, hmm. it's also from, it's from Manila Health Tech Incorporated. Hmm. Bringing health-related technologies closer to the Filipino people. <laughs> All right. Let's see. The Agapai Project by Dr. Nilo Buktai. Which one is this? Oh, this is a, a robotic exoskeleton prototype with a biofeedback mechanism for rehabilitation of post-stroke and injured patients by assisting motor movements in the shoulder, arm, and hand. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Exoskeleton Whoa. made by Filipino. Filipino. Uh, it's, another, it's another COVID-19 thing. COVID-19 budget tracker app. Okay, it's an app. Okay, move on for that. Uh, I was gonna say there's a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say. Uh here's a here's a specific ventilator, a Ginhawa ventilator by Dr. Abundio Balgos. Okay. And what is this one? This is PD Seal. What is PD Seal? The 2021 James Dyson mm-hmm. Award is given to Mark Kennedy Bantugo, a farmer's son who invented the PD Seal, 
This new material is a sustainable sealant for aircraft integral fuel tanks to prevent fuel leakage. Oh, okay. So, all right. Interesting. More stuff. Okay. So Filipinos have invented the stuff. So now if I just do a random Google search here, what in... Filipino inventions. What did Filipinos invent? Uh, look at this. There's a fluorescent lamp again. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Google. Yo-yo. Uh, don't do that, Google. <laughs> Not the Armalite. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, bamboo incubator, erythromycin. Erythromycin? That's like a drug. Erythromycin? Erythromycin. Uh, that sounds familiar. Is, is that an asthma drug? Oh, possibly. No, erythromycin. You know, Filipinos no, and asthma. No, that's like a erythromycin. No, that also sounds like a like an antibiotic. Okay, I should Google. I should take a look at it. Uh, Etromycin. I should know this. I'm pretty sure I've taken that a couple of like more than a few times. Oh, it's a, it's, an anth- it's an antibiotic. Antibiotic, yeah. What yeah. did I say? Uh, Amnesia. <laughs> Refer back to our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, well, there's stuff here. What inventions did Filipinos invent? Uh, same list. Oh, the, the PC chipset? What did what the PC chipset? That can't be right. The PC chipset? What? Exactly. What? The PC chipset? Uh, let's see. The PC chipset. Uh, at this point, electronics have gone beyond a simple human one. Blah, 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 blah. Laptop. Would you believe, though, that a Filipino played a key role in the... Oh, advertising. In a, the decades-long development of these high-tech devices? Really? Back in the day, companies were less about reducing the size of your gadget and more about implementing the basics, processing data, and presenting it to the user in an appreciable form. That changed, however, after Diosdado Banatao, a native from Cagayan Valley, developed the first single-chip 16-bit microprocessor-based calculator in the 1970s. Really? He went on to create the world's first system logic chip sets in 1981. Really? which allowed the integration of all of a computer's essential data processing features into a small package. Really? (laughs) He didn't didn't stop there, though. But Atao eventually came up with the first Windows graphics accelerator chip for personal computers. Really? Wait, how is he not owner of, like, Microsoft or, like, his own version of that? Windows or... Uh, maybe, or maybe, maybe maybe Bill Gates bought it from him. Maybe it's the same. Maybe, maybe it's the same situation <laughs> with the yo-yo. You know, he, he did this thing. Exactly. And, and the white boy is like, Bill "Hey, <laughs> that looks cool. You want me to take it to market?" <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. Well, there we go then. I think we should end it with Filipinos invented the PC chipset. That's right. The thing that you're using to listen to this podcast was was helped by a Filipino. <laughs> Filipino. 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 All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, my name is Albert. You can find me on Instagram at Albert5x5. My name is Ruthie. You can find me on Instagram at RuthieGrace13 and Ruthie's Cats. Music has been provided by Gloomy June. Contact info, ways to support us, and everything else is on the show notes found on whowhatworsewhy.com. Before we go, let's give our six listeners some recommendations for this week. Um, I'll go first because my recommendation is Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know that I already don't have any yet. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. There's that too. But but my, but my recommendation is kind of a downer. Uh, it's once again, uh, I do this occasionally, 
I have, I make people aware. Occasionally, about, are you sure about that? Yes, I I make people aware <laughs> about what's going on in the world of politics and what certain things you need to know about, right? Um, did you know? Or uh, first, let me ask you this: Are you familiar with the uh, Electronic Registration Information Center, or as they call it, Eric? No. The Electronic Registration Information Center was created like like a decade or so ago. Um, it's been used essentially to update the every everybody's uh, voter role, roles. Essentially designed so that so that you uh, people can catch you if you are voting in multiple states. It's designed so that people can catch you if you're a dead person or if you if you're voting for somebody who's already dead, you know. Oh. It can catch you, basically, if you're trying to commit voter fraud, essentially. Voter fraud, yeah. So it's been, this has been used for the past elections since Obama and whatnot, right? So it's been around. Uh, when, when in 2020 and the Republicans were going, like, voter fraud this, voter fraud that, the reason why all their claims proved fruitless was because a system like Eric proved that there was no mass voter fraud because they have the data. They have the records of how people voted, who voted, and and who it uh, doesn't who, happen. Who committed fraud, right? And if you notice, the people who were caught committing fraud were oddly enough Republicans, right? So <laughs> naturally, naturally. So so Eric exists to 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 help with elections, to help with voting. So now. My recommendation is you need to be aware. Stop it. What's up? Just what? Stop voter fraud. No, no, no. That's Just not, that's stop not it. it. That's Just not, stop trying. That's not my recommendation. <laughs> my recommendation is you need to be aware that red states are pulling out of the ERIC program. Oh, of course. Of course. All right. So essentially, uh, the way ERIC worked is that all 50 states need to need to cooperate so that everybody has the same voter rolls. Everybody knows what the other states, who the voters are in the other state, so they know that they can't vote on their state. However, if a state pulls out from this program, well, you don't know if a person from that state is voting twice in your state because you're not part of the program anymore. <laughs> so since last year... So Democrats go vote twice, three times, vote four twice. times so, in the red states. So... So, so voter fraud. <laughs> so since last year, there, there uh, some, some, some. By the way, the, the Eric, the, the Eric system was a bipartisan deal by Democrats and Republicans a while back. They both agreed this is good for elections. This is they both agreed this is good for for voting and and election integrity and all that stuff. This, but of course, this was a decade ago or whatever, before. All the all the stupid far right stuff has been happening recently. So since last year, there has been a movement to tarnish the reputation of Eric by saying that, oh, uh, big Democrat billionaire George Soros owns Eric and is using that data for nefarious needs, for nefarious reasons or whatever. So you shouldn't trust Eric because there's something bad going on in the background. <laughs> that's what that's what that's what's going on. So. So you get in you get enough legislators, particularly the Republican legislators, to agree that that's what was happening, and what you get is you get states that are pulling out of the program. 
Mm-hmm. And this has been going on. Uh, Florida is not is not part of it. Louisiana is not part of it. Well, obviously, Florida is kind of kind of obvious, right? But but many many states, and right now there are eight states. There are eight states who have pulled out from Eric. Can you guess what kind of states they were? They were all re- Republican states. They're all red states. Of course they were. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's what I'm saying. Like since they're pulling out, and those states have no idea how to call voter fraud. Democrats, go. Yeah, but I'm oh. but but Democrats are a lot more honorable about their voting. So so there we go. <laughs> we are we also yeah, we we're much more honorable and we have things to do. Yeah. <laughs> commit crime. So my recommendation is that you are aware that the far right is pretty much tearing apart one of the best tools to fight voter fraud. Ironically. So I guess that that, that way when they complain, oh, there was voter fraud. Now they don't have the well, system. Why didn't you use it? I know, right? Now they don't have the system to to say, oh, no, there wasn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, so that's, that's what's going on. So this this is all set. This is all set up for a stage for next year for the presidential election and the next midterm election. So, I can't believe there's going to be another election. So like, we, this is exhausting. Every four years, <laughs> well, ridiculous. yeah, I mean it's every two years because the midterms. So. <laughs> So yeah, which is so stupid. So we'll we'll, we'll see how that plays out because you know they they want to rig the election to their favor, and this is just one of this is one of the tools that they're using is to eliminate the actual tool that will prevent voter fraud. Go figure. And and just to lighten the mood up a little bit, I'll do one more recommendation. Uh, if you're playing Street Fighter Six, because I am, if you want to play me, I am Albert Five by X Five, Albert Five by Five. Uh, you can look it up. <laughs> look me up at Street Fighter Six if you want to play me. And play Street Fighter Six. It's a fun game. Love the game. Wait, where do you play this again? Street Fighter Six. It's available on PC, on Xbox, on PlayStation. And oh, okay. yeah. All right, Ruti. What Not is that your... I have any of that. <laughs> what is your recommendation? <laughs> I had it at the tip of my tongue and then I forgot. Oh yes. Um, for it's you know it's June. Therefore, I know wedding season has begun. Um, for all you bridesmaids or groomsmen out there, I highly recommend um, getting a hangover kit. You can get it on Etsy. You can get it on Amazon. You can get, there's like all varieties, all sorts of things that you need in there. But key things that you need for a hangover kit would be um, some sort of headache relief type of, um, uh, what do you call it? Like Advil, Tylenol, Aleve, something. Maybe. Preferably two two types of things, which I'm going to include in my hangover kits for my bridesmaids and the groomsmen, just in case they get a little too rowdy. Um, IV uh, powdered drink mixes, so that way you can, if you're really hungover, you can just put, you know, chug it with instead of just chugging regular water, which can make you nauseous. You have electrolytes in there; um, it should replenish you pretty quickly. Um, two for uh, makeup removal wipes for women, um, Kleenex tissues, like a little travel pack in case people cry at the wedding, um, bobby pins, scrunchies, um, usually like some kind of like Kleenex, not a Kleenex wipe, but like, um, what do you call it? Like a shout wipe in case there's any stains or anything like that. You can just clean it off. Some cotton buds. Um, what else am I including? Um, yeah, just um, check out hangover kits or wedding day emergency kits. Those will be lifesavers when it comes to the day of. I have been to one, two, like way too many weddings in the past. I don't even know how in the past 10 years. 
that I always I, I'm like the go to person who can anticipate like what's about to happen that's going to be wrong that's going to go wrong at the wedding so I mm. just try to be preemptive and plan for everything. You know, I looked at so it. actually, I, mm-hmm. I, I looked it up and it, they, they sell them on Amazon, like a pre yeah, a yeah, they sell it. So like this one yeah. is called the uh, the rally bag, right? One mm-hmm. pre filled hangover kit for bachelor parties, birthdays, weddings, blah 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 blah. In this, mm-hmm. um, let's see. Oh, they have here. Oh. It's different for men and for women because, like, women sometimes women like you know if you get your period like last minute and you weren't planning on like you, you weren't expecting it, then okay. you know put away some tampons or like some pads or something like that. That would be very helpful. Here, well, here, t- t- uh, tell me what you think about this kit. This kit is mm-hmm. one electrolyte powder, one mm-hmm, yep, uh, one breath mint packet, mm-hmm, yep, w- one co- uh, collagen eye mask. One yes. one hand sanitizer. Reduce sanit- puffiness. There you go. One hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. Uh one one thousand milligram packet of vitamin C. Yeah. That kind of your IV, your electrolytes will have that. But sure. Yeah, why not? Whatever makes you feel better. In uh, case or in case you, you get sick. Mm-hmm. You're about to get sick. Uh one makeup remover. Yes. One ibuprofen. Mm-hmm. One antacid. Mm-hmm. And then the bag itself to put your supplies in. So yes. So yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's the the hangover kit. You can much see what those things are online somewhere. Amazon has it. Blah blah blah. blah. Yep. Hangover kit or wedding day emergency kit, which in, which also on the plus side would also include, um, like I said, like hair things for women, mm-hmm. um, a, a small travel size sewing kits like the ones that you see in. Uh, um, in hotels. Oh, and don't forget tweezers, nail cutters, and nail files. Very, very important. You never think of these things that you would need it, and you actually would. Oh, and um, super glue, uh, like a little thing of super glue and tape. Very, very important. And safety pins. They will come in handy. I promise you. All right. That reminds me I need to get those too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There we go. Uh, well, this was episode 670 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this podcast has been a Woodwork by Production. Have you ever wondered when was the last time all four of us went an episode together? It's been a minute. (laughs) It's been a minute. I'm like like curious right now. When when was the last time we were all together in an episode? I think when I was in California. Is that right? Really? Yeah. That can't be right. Seriously. I think so. Yeah. Mm. And ironically, we weren't even really together in California. Oh, well, really? That can't be right either. Because we did no, a re- we did a I re- mean, we we did record, but we weren't we were planning on being in the same room together, but we never got around we never got to it. Like I was in the same room as you. You were in the same room as me. The day that but now you, you left your key in the I car. Know. There's that. I know. In the <laughs> trunk. I know. Right. Everybody knows that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just remind them. That's how I remember. This is why I don't have amnesia because like it was a core memory. <laughs> uh oh yeah. And then in I was with I was with Anna in San Diego for the other one. True. I'm trying to see mm-hmm. like so when was the last time all four of us were in the same episode together? Mine was... have been the uh, I don't know, man. You're the one who records, who who like cleans up the recording. <laughs> so you should. Oh, know. here we go. The Saturn episode. 
it's that that one random episode where where I talk about like uh, oh this you're bashing Saturns. Well, that it was a response. That was the aftermath thing. But funny is that in this one, uh, all four of us were here together. Episode six yes, hundred. Episode six hundred and fifty-nine. So ten episodes ago. Oh, I'm sorry. Eleven uh, episodes ago. Huh. Yeah. So that was the last time all four of us was in an episode. So yeah, and that was back yeah. in yeah. April, April twenty-six. What? Mm-hmm. So all of wow. May, all of May, we weren't we weren't together in a recording. Go figure. <laughs> got that sync curse it's gonna be May <laughs> that was bad Wait, where, apparently that. apparently <laughs> it's gonna be nay <laughs> okay that was worse than my joke <laughs> really no, I'll just disagree yeah thank you, thank you. Thank you. Sure, sure. you're the one who's manning all those buttons <laughs> okay alright then until next time till next time <laughs>